0: It's time to chat some bollocks about fanny tits and bum. No topic is
1: off limit for these potty-mouthed foul mums. So tell us all your secrets. We like to share the truth about saggy tits and anal warts and ice cubes up your hoof.
0: No No. holes barred. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Hello. 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 Happy New Year. No, we've done it. We've done this. We've done that.
1: No, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what, day when it? did we do it when did we do it oh yeah we
0: did it we did it Monday Monday, Monday that's right it's now
1: Why Thursday it when I haven't seen you like I've, I just feel like I haven't seen you I know when I'm we get se- very I good, am actually you? on a on a bordering obsessed with you oh, I'm flattered I'm flattered like, I love watching your stories I love everything <laughs> you do <laughs>
0: just in love with you you. um i uh well we've been chatting for half an hour haven't we we have we've had a full-blown convo before we've been started yeah but then that always happens a little con slammers. it does we need to just touch base touch base literally (laughs)
1: imagine if we did touch base every week that would be lush it would um well i mean look it's
0: bloody 2021 no it's not It's not actually.
1: (laughs) we don't want to live that year again
0: I can get. I don't even know who I am. My kids have only like today's my first child-free day,
1: and you're here with me. You lucky 19 bitch. 19 million
0: days. This <laughs> 19 like million day. I'm elated. I feel so. It actually. I, I can't believe this was going to come out of my mouth. I feel a little bit, just ever so slightly bereft, slightly, just a little bit. Oh mate, I spent so mean. much time with them. Yeah, and like. Especially Oliver, because he had way more time off than Edith, because she goes to an excellent nursery that's just open all the time. Thank God. Yeah, thank the fucking lord. She was booted out on Wednesday. Is that right? Yeah, Wednesday. So yesterday, yesterday, me and Oliver went to IKEA. Little road trip together. It was so sweet. He's he's just very sweet. He's a very sweet boy. We had a great time. He loved it. He fucking
1: loved IKEA. My kids love it if they go there and they leave with something. And the biggest issue that I have is for everywhere that we go. The, re- the requirement is high to leave with something so it's I know, like i'm going it? to the corner shop i'll come with you mummy, and you're thinking i'm not going to leave without you fucking getting something yeah I bad is it i love my kids so much you know and you're like i don't want to spend any goddamn money on you <laughs> oh, no isn't my love enough <laughs> enough enrichment for your life
0: <laughs> can i just tell you laura that your name on uh zoom is actually sag it's not even yeah Slack. i
1: accidentally <laughs> missed the l because the annoying thing is is that my zoom has it just my zoom is Laura Belvin because obviously sometimes I have to be you know unprofessional yeah um, and imagine being a slag on your zoom session <laughs> with your fucking psychologist don't go down <laughs> from that well so it automatically comes up as Laura Belvin and every time I come to do this meeting I'm like you have it. To change it, it. Can't, it can't be Laura Belvin I have to change it to slag but <laughs> uh, but yeah it's Sag, sag.
0: Um, How have you been? How's your week been? I mean, in the four days that we haven't spoken to each other, what's gone down? Anything exciting? Well, my kids have gone back to school, which has been Mm. precious. Major, major, major. How was the uh, emotional sort of state of your house with the uh, going back to school? Was it calm, serene, or was it chaos?
1: Mate, it's never calm and serene. Uh, So Toby um, just decided on the night before that he was going back to school to just not go, just... I'm not going to go to sleep. Oh, no. What I prefer to do is come downstairs every 40 to 50 seconds and say, I can't sleep. And then I'm going to get you to carry me back up to my bed and say, Yes, you can, Toby, it's time to go to bed. And then by the time we get our ass cheeks on the fucking sofa, he's back, back downstairs again doing it. <laughs> Oliver does that a lot. So, yeah. You could imagine the fucking eye bags he had around his face. Oh. What? Oh da- I don't even, I hate January. I just yeah, do. Yeah, I do. I don't I get any wrong. It. I birthed a child in January. So it's a precious time. It was the first time I became a mother But January lasts such a long fucking time. So long. Everyone's broke. The weather is atrocious. Steve's tiptoeing out while picking his nose right now. I just want to let you know of the absolute sexual magnetism (laughs) of my husband. (laughs) Tiptoeing while picking his nose. Just walk (laughs) out of the room. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. me. Don't look at me. Uh, how are you how are you
0: um I'm all right yes yeah, just I've still been looking after kids so I don't I don't feel like my new year I've done the mm. old what are these things called two Inverter fingers Cummins, the two fingers Dib dab dog Dib dab dog has actually started in my mind I was like mm, well I've still got the kids so I'm certainly not going to stop eating all these chocolates because
1: what else have I got
0: to live for and so I'm not gonna you know be productive and I'm not going to do any work because they're here so today is my first day back in business 2022 (laughs) gonna smash it
1: so let me ask you a question yeah are you when it gets to the new year new me bullshit which by the way I don't believe in but are you the type of person when you have all the bad stuff in your house will you throw it away so, Points. you know, what's in what's interesting,
0: Laura, I feel like this is a little bit of personal growth that I've uh, managed really? to make over the last year. That's yes, I've always been that person and it Are it you? robs the opposite of me. Um, <laughs> when it comes stuff like that. His mentality is, oh my God, we still got all this food. I'm just going to eat it all in one go. Mine is fucking get it out of house, get rid of it.
1: Wow. If it's here,
0: it, I'm going to eat it. But this year, I haven't done that. Amazing! I haven't done it. F- First of it's reason? incredibly wasteful, and I, you know, appreciate that it's really wasteful. Yeah, I, well, this is this is what stresses me out. It's it's horrific, actually. Just leave them there and just eat them like a normal human being over the course of the next week, <laughs> rather than doing one binge day. Do you know what I mean? I,
1: yeah, I I I am. I, I, um, I don't know. Am I an exception to the rule? <laughs> am I a rarity? Probably. You might be mm, an oddball. <laughs> I think so. A weirdo, because I don't cope very well when it's not in my house. That's when I'm like, oh my god, really? Yeah. So my off our, our treat cupboard is disgusting, but it's right. always disgusting. Yeah, because if it's there, I'm like, okay, it's there. I don't have to worry about it. Oh. I don't know if it's because like. The the cave lady in me mm. is always waiting for the apocalypse, and so right. I just think, well, when that happens, <laughs> I'm gonna need a Twix. <laughs> I'm
0: gonna need a Kit
1: Kat chunky, and, and I'm gonna survive. <laughs> like the fact Ooh. that I can't run for shit, and I have crippling anxiety that would kill me within I don't know hours of an apocalypse, <laughs> but at least my cupboards would be full.
0: Yeah, I see. So we do we do always have treats in the house, but it's like uh, it's managed it's not like excessive
1: mm. Ours um, is but over excessive. Christmas it's
0: always excessive because I'll just go and do like a big shop and be like oh those look nice oh those yeah. look nice whereas normally I wouldn't do that on a you know week by week basis unless it was a special occasion or think but um, I did do once I dropped Oliver off at school today School run was all right as well, actually. I thought it'd be horrific. Yeah, it was all right. was fucking freezing. I was on my bike. I look like such a nerd. What the
1: fuck? The temperature at the moment—it has plummeted. It has plummeted, hasn't it? (laughs) (laughs) We should be news reporters can you um, imagine if someone gave us like there's no, no way TV. that I can be on live tv with me though you'd be fine love yeah but obviously like fucking out, it's counter date oh yeah this is the 8am news you can't really swear on have we ever spoken TV. about that on here about that time when we were on that thing that live <laughs> thing me and you <laughs> and we were told it was last year so it was during like covid yeah, times we were all it? on zoom I can't it was remember panel, it, something. it it was a panel and it was a panel of like proper big journalists <laughs> and then me and Victoria and they said you know just don't swear basically it's going out to the whole of like the news broadcasting world don't swear and within 40 seconds Vic said dick I was like oh there she goes but in my
0: mind that's not a swear word is it is dick a swear word well,
1: I guess, you know, you could maybe take it back to uh, medieval times and suggest yeah, no.
0: Literally, the only, I think the only words I consider to be swear words are fuck, cunt. shit and cunt. That's it. Those are my own. That's, I wouldn't say anything else was a swear word. I'd say <laughs> prick, cunt, mm. shit, bollocks, bullshit. Bollocks. Oh, I said bollocks the other and Oliver was like, bollocks What bollocks a hey, very man. bad
1: word you mustn't ever repeat oh
0: my god i just said oh i didn't say that i said pollocks
1: <laughs> and or uh
0: yeah which... it's made up word chollocks <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's chocolate with cat hair yeah he doesn't know he's only five mate <laughs> um so we've already done the new year's resolution thing the fact we're not gonna we're not gonna do a new year's resolution i think we need I to know. just move past the fact that it's only the 6th of january yeah, but God. when this when this podcast comes out it will be the
0: 9th, 9th 8th, <laughs> 10th 11th 12th I uh,
1: 11th it'll be the 11th. 11th of january and i can honestly say i feel like i've already spent 40 days in january oh
0: god done it it's just long the
1: days just don't seem it's it's the dreary shitty yeah, bollocks. yeah so dreary
0: so there's no light i swear sunshine it's like where have you gone i need yeah it. i i honestly I to God,
1: i would i i do contemplate moving country completely yeah to evade this level of doomness so you know how i had promised you um funny articles. articles funny articles from around the world yeah and I'm very frustrated with myself because obviously this one is one that I have I I shared in my immediate uh, moment of hilarity because I thought it was hilarious and then I immediately got cross at myself because I thought Jesus Christ that could have been perfect well just use it I'm going, I'm going, don't you, don't you fucking worry. I'm going to use it. We've got to
0: discuss it. It's just perfect material for
1: this podcast. And that's why I got so excited. And (laughs) I honestly don't think that there would have been a moment where I could have waited long enough to share this with you. Please bequeath my ears with your words. I I will bequeath your ears. (laughs) Um, Woman who made £37,000 a week selling farts. No, except for that was a week. I thought it was a month. Oh my god! But she was hospitalized for trying to fart too much. <laughs> you know, sometimes uh, when you just say "what the <laughs> fucking fuck," so a former reality star. So she's she was obviously known known in the industry. I don't famous. think she said it, not for containing farts. Um, made one hundred and forty eight thousand uh, dollars pounds from farting into jars, has announced her retirement after she was (laughs) rushed to hospital for squeezing out one too many. (laughs) Steph Matto, 31, from Connecticut i don't know what I, I don't know why i did an australian accent with that uh recently found herself an a symptoms of a heart attack after experiencing shooting pains in her chest concerns doctors performed blood tests and a echocardiogram oh, okay uh, but told later the 90 day fiance tv star that the symptoms were actually caused by excessive gas from her frequent diet of beans eggs and banana protein shakes mate the stench of those things that is a right combo isn't it i'm just saying oh, the market what? has just opened up <laughs> it has make way body burps i'm not even kidding you when i say we would oh, we'd be millionaires make if we jar steve's fans oh well yeah and mine mine is steve's steve, bum holes steve's bum is fame. so loose uh, yeah you will, say, you, you will not even steve and james you're making quite a lot of noise in the in in during he's the warming podcast. up he's warming up for his new career Fucking Yeah, <laughs> <he is. laughs> because you know how you can inhale <clears throat> air into your vagina which obviously your beloved sister's Fanny farters yeah um yeah. they are they know how to intake air and do a queef yeah i wonder if you can do that into your bum hole like it's bring too tight the hole's too tight i think i believe well, even, i wonder if you were to even put a a a device up there to pump it full of air. Oh my
0: God, that is absolutely that not terrible. recommended. I would not nice. do that. Nice. And also, then technically, it would not be. Fart. Just pump no, it there. Would, yeah, it wouldn't be. It was just had just close contact with Uranus for like 10 seconds. Whereas a yeah. fart is made its whole way through your digestive system, hasn't it? And then it has the potential to be. Lethal. I don't even know how a fart is made. Like, how does that work? Is it just pockets of air that get stuck between poos or what? And then there's enough, pre- the pressure builds up of the pocket of air that it just has to well, it's a
1: noxious gas, isn't it? It's, a, it's And like when you put rubbish outside, rubbish creates a smell. I need to so look I this guess up, that mate. That smell is is contained in the intestinal tract and then um, performed out of the rectum. <laughs> how is a fart
0: made flatulence also known as a fart is something everyone experiences yeah no shit it's the release of intestinal gas which forms as a result of digesting food so basically yeah it is gas that's just found in the digestive tract that then builds up and has to be popped out um this is like your story and then i'm giving it's you turned some into facts a oh this is oh so God, exciting
1: is so smooth
0: so um we fart because of the build-off of gas in our bodies typically due to <laughs> this, is this swallowed air
1: <laughs> like a fucking fish just swallowing air i've just deliberately swallowed to see what it feels like yeah, to swallow air that's what making a fart I've just swallowed air that's now going to come out of my butt. Maybe mine and
0: Steve's issue with being so windy is that we, we swallow too much, too much air. Could be that.
1: Could maybe be I that. need to just
0: start swallowing air and not swallowing fucking chocolate. Am I am I like swallowing smelly egg air? I don't think so. It no, because gets it's, egg-y it's, on it's the not way the out. air
1: that becomes eggy. It's the, it's the juices in the stomach that turn it eggy. Do you right. know what I mean? Okay. It's the rotting of food. If you're having a carbonated beverage,
0: that can also cause gas because, obviously, it's got gas obviously, in it. yeah. 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 Uh, An overgrowth of bacteria in the small intestine. Several conditions can lead to bacteria overgrowth. Well, that's about, like, you know, celiac disease inflammatory bowel disease that kind of thing yeah um carbohydrates that haven't fully digested sometimes all your food doesn't get fully digested by the enzymes in the small intestines when partially digestive carbs reach the colon bacteria convert part of that food into hydrogen and carbon dioxide gases jesus and that's
1: why they are vv offensive (laughs) vv Do you know why I always say VV offensive? offensive. Because my brother-in-law, he was hospitalized once. He had a blood clot. And unfortunately, while being in the hospital, he caught the DMV bug. Right. I remember Steve and I went to go and visit him. And obviously he was not in a great way. He he had passed the sickness and diarrhea stage. Yeah. And it actually said on his medical chart when we went in to visit him that his bowel movement was VV offensive. (laughs) I've never ever forgotten that so like Steve will always say I've just gone for a poo and it's Vivi offensive (laughs) up there oh my god a poor brother-in-law my (sighs) poor
0: brother-in-law so all of that gas that you're swallowing that's getting created in your intestines all those carbs I mean I eat so many carbs that's probably the reason I'm such a farty cunt yeah, but Just I eat a fucking dick load time. of carbs.
1: I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm definitely a parping
0: papa, but but then I reckon that I you know my ancestry <laughs> uh, I've inherited um sensitive vows from my family. Like my mum's got IBS, my, my sister's got IBS as well. well oh your, sis- uh, your sister's got sort well, of things going on, isn't she? <laughs> <Dumb,
1: particular analysis. laughs>
0: um so all of that gas right it's got to go somewhere so sometimes your body absorbs some of it and then when too much of it gathers in the upper part of your colon and puts pressure on the colon wall you can feel pain in your abdomen that's not true not all the time or even all the way up into your chest it says here so she must have had an absolute backlog have you
1: not ever had trapped wind in your shoulder before
0: I mean there's a sentence I never thought of it here. shoulder. Oh good god the pain. I've had really bad stomach ache from trap wind and it's like it's Oh yeah weird trap pain wind is and it's horrible. horrible. I had it the other night I was like oh my god
1: I'm dying. It's because of I get too much trapped food. wind sometimes when and it feels like a baby moving inside my stomach. Yeah it's mental isn't it?
0: Yeah, but yeah, having it in your shoulder, it really hurts. You always think like, oh, I'm actually dying. Uh, it says, some sometimes you may experience more flatulence than usual. Increased farting can stem from a natural body reaction, or in some cases, an underlying medical condition. At a time of day, so the end of the day, you're going to fart more. Yeah, I would have thought that, don't you reckon?
1: Yeah, well, I guess it depends. Yeah, because but Steve doesn't. Steve, he farts She's all day consistent. round. From the moment he wakes up, he will fart all day. Rob said he knows when I'm awake at night because
0: I fart. He's like, when you're asleep, you don't fart, but when you're, I know you're awake So I'll just hear a
1: because
0: mmm. mine take a little bit of, I don't know, effort to get out. There's not just sliding out. I've got to push always. Mmm. I do have invol I do have like involuntary farts where it just happens. I'm like, oh shit, the bed. Normally in public situations, <laughs> in I see people Steve, in like physically
1: shifting, and I know it's coming.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: pregnancy yeah we know that one menstruation as well can make you fart more yeah but then I feel like my my farts are, ho- are hotter when I'm uh, menstruating yeah I'd say I'm, so. men- I'm currently menstruating oh my good god I'm Whoa. ovulating
0: and oh god the climb situation is getting out of control I feel like the it's just the slimer Oh, it's a climb. I was like, what the
1: fuck is climb? Climbing Rob? No, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> I feel like we are entering the the premenopausal. Yeah, this is stages. It, isn't it. It's like
0: extreme versions of everything that just used to kind of go quite unnoticed is now I I I said to Rob was like do I need to change my trousers mate because I feel like I'm like a sludge fest Uh, is an absolute sludge fest it was like this is like sitting in a pool of lube basically a pool of slugs vomit (laughs) slugs minge excretions
1: (laughs) Yeah, I, because I, I I messaged you yesterday, I think it was, didn't I? And I said, if it's not my boobs absolutely fucking killing me in the lead up to my period, yep. then it is that I feel like my womb is going to literally crawl out of my body and go somewhere else. I, I, I would much rather, I dread menopause. I know, I'm getting on HRT as soon as there's a whiff
0: of that hormone
1: imbalance. My anxiety is already shit, thank you very much. I I don't, yeah... I don't need any more hormone imbalance. I am going to get maca root powder. I'm going to snort that bitch up through my fucking nostrils. I'm going to shit it out. But I I don't want to... I don't want to suffer really badly with menopause. Fucking I probably terror. will, because my mum did. So, you know. Great. can hear all wait. these brilliant things from
0: her. Um, shall we uh, round up the farts? lols? Are you up for selling some farts in some jars? That's the, I would. That's the I, question. Honest,
1: I mean, But the thing is, I would also do an OnlyFans page with my, members of my body. Members of my body? <laughs> dismembered. <laughs> I'm going to hack my arm off. I'm going to put it on fans only. Someone I know. you'd make a lot of money for that. Yeah, you would. Macabre. Maybe some weird fucking absolute lunatic that would be up for that I'm also not going to do that but I would my armpit like a crease in my leg you know like my fucking eyelashes I'd do all of that
0: what would you do with it just put a picture up of it
1: yeah I might even do it and see how well it goes yeah do you know it funny that woman she literally just started an OnlyFans page on the ba- not an only fans page she started a business on the basis that she would fucking fart into a jar so wa- true
0: can sell anything
1: these days can't you can sell anything
0: you can sell hot smelly air (laughs) with absolutely no guarantee that you've genuinely done a fart in a jar that's the sort of complicated bit for me i'm like who's believing that that fart is genuinely trapped in there
1: you've got you've got to really move fast to get the lid on i wonder if she has an assistant
0: probably pa (laughs) pa bomb (laughs) assistant fart collector (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, uh, watch yeah, this I'd space
0: on... New, no holes website <laughs> <are> we'll be saying <laughs> jarred fart I wonder thing. if you could
1: pay more money at like certain times a month so like if you were to fart into a jar while you're scarfing whether you would be able to sell more of like the ovulation fart probably I mean at the end of the day
0: if I was going to do that I would absolutely be conning people out of that I'd be like yeah I I did that jar <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred oh, percent It was just it was just wasn't a bad one. Give me thirty-seven thousand dollars motherfuckers. I think she would have had to have like provided, I don't know, maybe a photograph of her fighting into it or a oh, video bet you any of the money fighting into and it. And when you think it. if
1: you think of like a an you know, like a jam jar, mm. you could really get that right over your anus to make yeah, sure mom. that it was airtight. You'd
0: have to provide a c- a certificate of anal like authenticity. authenticity.
1: Yeah. <laughs> This is fart number four hundred and sixty-five.
0: <laughs> oh, I wonder what's happened to her now. If the excess air has been absorbed, well, the fact expelled. that she thought she
1: was having a fucking heart attack <laughs> no. because she had had too many beans and eggs.
0: Oh, that just sounds so she horrific. That diet anyway. Yeah. A banana protein shake fart just oh, makes me gag.
1: She needs to eat a wheel of cheese, and then Wait, that's what fart. the gym smells like, Ooh. isn't it? That's why I hate the gym. It smells of banana protein farts. It just smells of man, sweat and fart and penis. Yeah. <laughs> it's an, a bit of Do you know, know what I mean? Yeah. What, I what did it. you say? A, a, bit, of bollock. Bollock. a oh. bit of bollock. Just a bit of bollock. It's a tiny big bollock.
0: <laughs> well, is actually, they would probably be tiny, tiny bollock because they're all on steroids. <laughs> all That's on just steroids, an assumption. Yeah. It's just we a shouldn't make that assumption, but up. also
1: it's one that is quite heavily, you know, no. When your neck is wider than your head, Something's going on. Some, something's not normal there. It's <laughs> not natural. If you're not Dwayne Johnson, I wonder if he takes steroids. Mm, probably. I, I don't know. Who knows? Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on before this gets complicated.
0: All right. Should we have a little agony aunt? Because we haven't had an agony aunt for ages, have we? Hi guys. I've been listening to your podcast from the start, and as a new mum with no one to go for advice, it's made me feel so much better about myself. Oh, sweet. Love that. I am 24 and married. I have an eight-month-old-year daughter. 8 yeah. month year old daughter. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. It's like I eight-month-old <laughs> My problem is that I have no time at all to look after myself, to shower, eat, go to the toilet, or brush my teeth, let alone any hobbies. My baby is so active and constantly on the move. She's constantly trying to climb up my leg and doesn't like being put in a high chair. I really don't have any family to help. They live hours away mm. and we aren't close. I have only one friend and my husband... <laughs> works from seven to six he's an amazing help in the evening but the days are so long i feel like i'm in a constant state of anxiety depression and i can't see it getting better i'm speaking to a therapist but i don't feel like it's happening Uh, like it's helping they've suggested antidepressant medication but my family has a history of being addicted to it so i'd rather go herbal any suggestions on how to manage my time with demanding baby and not want to unalive myself
1: oh that's really shit and really heavy Thank you. And please keep being real and
0: real. As for people like me who have no female family members, never get to hear the actual reality
1: of motherhood being a woman. Well, first of all, I can like 100% relate to that kind of like constant demand. Eight months. I mean, just it's, you know, you're just coming out of, you might not even be coming out of like the complete and utter debilitating exhaustion of a newborn baby. Yeah. And then on top of all of that, you've got to fucking deal with the fact that they're on the move yeah. and then you can't trust them with anything because they want to put their fucking mouth around everything yeah it's like that it's age when you so have to just be hard. on them all the time or or they want to be on you
0: like you've got to keep your eyes on them and they yeah. want to just be held or being interactive or whatever you know it is really hard it's a hard age especially yeah. when they start moving
1: And also the other thing I'd say to with, especially with therapy, which is something that you also said to me at the beginning. And, you know, I was told by other people too, if you're not feeling it and you don't feel like you're getting anywhere with a a therapist, you fucking get rid of them. You do not invest yourself into an environment that is not positively helping you. And any, any therapist that is even worth an ounce of respect will always understand yeah, that totally agree and they will that. want you yeah. and they will encourage you to go and find somebody that will help you and it's really really fucking shit because I you know I definitely went through that the last year when you have given time to a therapist and then you find out actually they're not helping you if anything they might be making you feel worse which is yeah. what happened to me that you think fucking great I've got to start all over again with someone else but when you find the right person and it all just clicks doesn't it fucking hell it's life-changing yeah. yeah like one or two sessions with the
0: right person is worth like a hundred with the wrong person isn't it
1: yeah 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 definitely a hundred million percent yeah i couldn't agree with that more so that's the first step change therapist it might take a while how many did you so
0: you you got on your second therapist was the was my one second like, therapist yeah yeah and yeah. I,
1: I was fortunate enough because i found her through my friend who's a psychologist so i was yeah. you know i i you know i i get that I know I know of people who have had lots of unsuccessful situations with therapy, where they've just not gone to the right person, or that person's not been able to deal with their particular need trauma. Normally, isn't it? It's normally yeah. a, a trauma led thing that you're you're suffering with. Yeah. Whatever that might be. Um. But the other thing I say about medication is that there's such a taboo subject around antidepressants, and I know why because there's a lot of research to say that long-term use of them isn't great. But if you're at a point in your life where you feel like you want to end things or you feel like you can't go on anymore, you really have to question what is worth it and why it's important to not knock Antidepressants out and be like, that's not going to be. Just because you know. your family are on them mm, it doesn't, doesn't mean, mean you are going to stay on them.
0: And also, you've got to remember, like it, it doesn't have to be forever. I think antidepressants yeah. can work really well as a bridge yeah between being in that really difficult, dark place, yes, where you, literally there is no hope and you just feel terrible, yeah. to you know, a couple of months down the line, six months down like line, whatever, where they just kind of get you. To a bit more of an even keel,
1: where you feel stable,
0: yeah, where you feel stable, and it's not something
1: that you have to take
0: for the rest of your life. No. But equally, if you do, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I, I always like that analogy anyway with mental health. Is like if you broke a leg, you're yeah. not going to fucking walk around on it, are you? And be like, oh yeah, no. it's fine. Because what's going to happen? It's going to get worse. You're not going to be able to walk on it, and eventually, you're probably going to have to be amputated. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, bit... it will go down So do it. Well, like, I just, I, 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 I don't think I've ever had. Maybe when I was
1: much, much younger, I had sort of like negative views about them, but now I don't yeah. at all. I, no, I and the same as all- you, when I was younger, I definitely had negative views on them because I was like, oh, they're really addictive. And I just think I heard a lot of information of what other people felt about antidepressants. I'm currently on them. Yeah. Because that it is my bridge at the moment for being stable off the back of what happened to me last year. Um And some of the other medication that I've been on, I felt really embarrassed to admit about because I've just felt like there's such a stigma attached to them. But the stigma really needs to be removed because without that medication, I don't know, would I still be here? That has helped me to become stable. And I I do think that our mental state, when we're not in a good way, it just kind of like it changes our logic and it changes Mm. the way that we see things. And I know that there are natural medications that you can take that act like an antidepressant. Um, I can suggest like looking up because I'm not going to die. I'm I'm not qualified to be able to tell you what to take. But there are things like 5-HTP, which is a natural uh, product to help boost serotonin levels. St. John's Wort is another one, isn't it, that kind of acts as like an antidepressant. Getting your hormones checked would be another massive thing that I would ask you, I'd say for you to do because you've just had a baby and you're really yeah. struggling and actually that could have a lot to do with your current hormone. Yeah, you've got, you've got to remember as well
0: that it takes about a year for your hormones to return to their, properly to return to their normal levels after a baby, especially if you're breastfeeding. If you're still breastfeeding, yeah. then your hormones are going to be completely All out of over whack. the fucking place. So I think you have to be really kind to yourself in that respect and remember that. And sometimes like when you, have I think after I had my kids, I I had those moments just feeling totally overwhelmed and completely just like I had no control over anything. My, my emotions were all over the place. My hormones were going wild. just going back to the logic of why you're feeling like that can really help. It can be really helpful. It can just be a bit grounding of like, okay, yeah, I am thinking like this, but actually it's probably due to X, Y, Z, rather than it just being like, oh my God, what's going on? Because then you can just spiral and, you know, escalate things in your mind. So what's happening yeah. when they're not actually happening?
1: Yeah, 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 100%. Um
0: So, yeah. And then in terms of the baby, I mean, look, Edith's only two and a half. And even now, I still have a child that I have to have with me all the time. Like Oliver can go and play in his room and be alone, but Edith can't. Like she has to have eyes on her. But with her, what I do, like especially if I want to have a shower, I used to take the um, either I take the high chair or I take the bouncy chair into the um, bathroom and strap her into it.
1: That's what I used to do. Yeah,
0: and then just put a couple of toys on her high chair because eight months old, I'd probably say high chair is probably better than the bouncy chair. They're probably try but to she doesn't. It, but the, her baby doesn't even like the high chair. I know, but do you know what? I just think tough shit. Sometimes they just yeah. have to get used to it because otherwise you can't function. And at the end of the day, you're not going to be the best sort of
1: parent that you can be if you don't put yourself first and and take care of those basic needs and it's really difficult because when you have a crying baby it's so intense and it's so loud and it's so overwhelming you just think fucking fuck off and shut up yeah just give me a break and when you don't have anyone around you it's just constant all the time and obviously your partner works long hours so that's shit as well but you need to almost like find a debrief for you, like an opportunity where, you know, maybe when the baby's gone to bed, I don't know, maybe when the baby's having a nap, if you're able to just take some small moments for yourself and it, like, it's so fucking hard. Oh, no, I, it I, really and, is. You know, neither of you or I are sat here going, oh yeah, all you've got to do is fucking do something. You're, in you're going to feel better about yourself. <laughs> no. It's not going to work that way, but it is about just taking small, small moments for yourself where you can be like, I want to have a shower. Yeah, You might not like this, but you are safe. You are fed. You are everything. All of your needs are met. Yeah. I now need to meet my needs. Yeah. My yeah. needs need to be met.
0: And, and, and I do think that like, I'm sure we talked about this before, but I just think those really simple things of getting dressed, having a shower, getting dressed, brushing your teeth, and getting out and getting out for like yeah. an hour just go for a walk around the park whatever yeah. like they make such a difference to how you feel I just think yeah. they make you feel like operational <laughs> <laughs> you're kind of like okay I've got a bit of structure a bit of routine honest
1: to god being outside and having fresh air as you know as much as people joke about it having um, the opportunity to just get outside it's not going to fix everything it won't but if you make it part of like your daily routine it can be then something that it's like I need to get out and do that now yeah I know that I felt that like last year when I was pretty much housebound and then when I started to get out I recognized when it was like actually I feel almost suffocated I need to get out because I'm feeling entrapped and everything feels really overwhelming and yeah so I think that's like, like really it's really sound advice Vic thanks (laughs) <laughs> thanks for that just remember so uh you know
0: I'm I, I'm not far out of that I mean I'm still no. in it so what I do with Edith if I want to do something now because also Edith compared to all of us, she's like a really demanding child yeah. in terms of my attention she wants my attention she wants to be touched she wants to be held she wants me to pick her up when I'm cooking all this sort of stuff the baby's probably a bit young for this but one way that I've got around it now is that I get her involved in whatever I'm doing yeah when I say so if I really need to clean something I mean, I've told you she's a 1950s fucking housewife. She loves it, mate. Give her a duster. That's her sorted. But when she was younger, I definitely just, I utilized the high chair and sort of closing a door. Like when I was getting ready, I'd always put toys down on the floor, close the door, make sure she couldn't get out. There was nothing in her vicinity that could be played with. And I'm just getting ready. I've always done that with both my kids. Like, you know, done my hair, put some makeup on got dressed, whatever i've made that like I, I have to do that otherwise i yeah. do feel like i'm you know i don't know not present or something it's weird isn't it i
1: think in summary don't push away the idea of um medication go and talk to a professional because we are not professionals have a, a definitely also think about getting your hormones checked And there are loads and loads and loads of supplements that can help to support that. Are there not Victoria? Oh, indeed. You know, we haven't mentioned though, you said about making friends. Yeah. yeah. I think that is
0: such a difficult thing to do. Especially
1: when you feel stuck. Like I didn't, I, I made friends when I had Elliot, but it first three months I didn't go to anything. I felt really isolated. I felt really lonely And it was horrible because I didn't know how to get out of that. I was always, you know, and because he was my first child, I was like, shit, what if I show up and he's the only kid that cries or whatever? And then then you go and it's like, oh, actually, it's nothing like that. Mm -hmm. And it ends up being a much more kind of, I don't know, um, nourishing experience. I mean you're gonna get the cunt mums, you are
0: yeah but then out, standard, of, out
1: of that group of cunt mums you are going to find people that are kind of like your people yeah that you enjoy and that you get on with and even if you can make one other friend um that just gets it oh no that step is really it, just having that one a,
0: one friend makes massive massive impact does not it
1: it's a big step of bravery to, to kind of show up at a group and Basically, leave yourself vulnerable in the hope that someone's going to go, "Hey, I'll be friends with you." you I know, know.
0: yeah, it, but you've vulnerable. got to do it. Even you know, just going to like a baby class, or uh, I'm sure in like your local area, you can find out. Get on the local mom's WhatsApp, WhatsApp group, that kind of thing. Yeah, um, even though I fucking hate those chats more than anything in the whole world, <laughs> they are useful for knowing what's going on. <laughs> and the other thing to say to her is to it, it will end that's the other yeah, thing. it will it when will when you're in that moment you're like oh my god this is gonna go on forever i'm gonna never have another second i'm never gonna have a second to myself but they do get older and they do start to become more independent and the more yeah the more opportunity that you give the baby to be independent by putting her in the high chair when you get in the shower or i mean we haven't even mentioned the absolute joyous joyous gift that is C just put on fucking C for 10 minutes plonk them in front of it and go and sit and have a cup of tea on your own as long as you can see them and if that 10 minutes turns into an hour don't feel bad
1: don't oliver watched
0: about eight hours of tv yesterday did not care he's had no. so much attention and everything i was like Do you know what for one day he can just oh, mate, and, and like, the,
1: uh, like my kids they have so much technology time because if if my kids didn't have technology then i i don't know I, i'm pretty sure i would have left by now <laughs> I <laughs> or i'd have let my kids play out on the road yeah yeah like the good old <laughs> you can old see days. why mums in the 80s were like yeah just go on the yeah, like road it's 8am like get out don't come back till it's dark yeah <laughs> yeah well that was quite a heavy end considering we started on quite a gassy night. gassy night that's right but you know what that's
0: what this podcast is all about the yeah. highs, the highs the low. and
1: lows of life and reality of
0: life and we love you all it's not all bloody farts in jars, is it? not it's all not farts all and jars. It's,
1: life can't be farts and jars. I mean, even that poor lady is understanding the horrific nature in which it, it is too fart too much.
0: Too much of a good thing. Too much of a good thing. Bad. Straining.
1: <laughs> straining on the heart vessels. Literally. <laughs> the the cardiovascular is under pressure. <laughs> Um
0: so if you want to send us any stories, remember you can send us the voice notes. We want to hear We want to hear your voice notes. Um you can DM those to our Instagram page. Sorry, I've got the order here we're all wrong. Uh I was gonna go we are fed. Discombobulated. <laughs> discombobulated. Um at our Instagram page, no holes or oh, what else can they do, Laura?
1: Uh they can also go to what? What did you want to Email. Bit you... you need to email. I need to do <laughs>
0: Yeah email
1: because i can't cope with that being the wrong way around yeah. or they can pop us an email at noholesbard@gmail.com podcast noholesbard podcast <laughs> what did i say noholesbard yeah mate it's uh, it's noholesbardpodcast@gmail.com please don't ever do it that way round again oh, no, i can't it's cope. too much oh, isn't too it much. It's too much it's too much my precious little brain uh yeah we will see you next tuesday Slags see you next tuesday bitches bye Bye!